This is a uh, episode three. Episode three. Kira We're podcast. getting into Akira podcast. How, how do you think it's going? Third on? episode. Do you know what? I'm enjoying it now. I think I'm getting into the groove of it now. Into I think it's it's becoming more like natural now that we that we're doing mm. it. At first, it was a bit weird. We're not used to. We never ever done a podcast before, so it was a bit. We were like, a yeah, little, we all like. We just strange. have our own conversations, yeah. but then when you got like, you don't. You don't see the. You don't. Mm. We don't. We're not looking at the camera, but you know there's a camera. You know there's a camera. That's what one of the things I thought. There. I thought, how's it gonna be if there's a camera recording? Mm. I'm gonna act different, but really, it's like no, just talk. Really, it's like a conversation. Really, a bit more firm though, upright. Because mm. the seat yeah. sinking in, sinking so in. It's one of them this. comfortable sofas, you know. And hella comfy. Man. When you come back after a long day at work and you just want to relax, one of them ones. So it's not really like yeah. a podcast kind of sofa, but you know, oh, it does the job. It does the job. It does the job. So yeah. Just go straight into it, man. Yeah, man. So, what so, do you wanna what do you wanna talk about? I think. What do you wanna talk what about? What happened uh, a few a few weeks ago? Was it World Cup? Yeah, man. France World Cup won the World Cup, man. Won the man. World Cup. Victorious. Pogba, Pogba doing bits, yeah. Mm. Now you see why he's worth that much money. Or you, man, like saying, or you, you hate us. Pogba, see, we're both United fans, yeah. Yeah. Or, like, just put that in there, just in case, you know. Pogba's gonna come good this twist. season. Probably is going to come good this season. But, but there's one thing about the France uh, mm. entire thing that we want to talk about that's kind of relevant to Akira and the whole like cultural stuff is that um, in like, the France World Cup winners, mm. 15 out of the 23 squad players were from Africa. Yeah, I did read that as well. That's that's a, a big majority of them. Big majority. That's, and a big, that's, that's crazy. That's what you think. There was, uh, I think Trevor Noah, mm. I don't know if... You lot, or you and yourself, mm. uh, you heard in the in the news mm. on his show because it does a lot of like yeah, like like like, like, like satire yeah. and he, like a lot of political satire. Mm. And he was saying that yo, this is a World Cup win for Africa, not France. And even though like the French Prime mm. Minister or President, like he emailed him and told him like you need to apologize for this. But he was mm. very adamant, and he was right in what he was saying that mm. you know you can have a like a kind of dual identity. Like mm. they can be France, they can be French. However, they are African as well. Mm. Um, and a lot of the times, because the dynamic of how France is, it's a quite, there's a lot of racial tension. Yeah, yeah um, definitely. Especially over the last few years. Mm. I've got a lot of African friends who've experienced ra- ra- uh, racism. We both have mm. uh, friends like that who have come here and they, and they talk about how, how difficult it is living in France. Yeah. So, I mean, France winning the World Cup, I feel like it's, uh, it's really brought to light at, and it's given sort of, it's brought to attention that, you know, even though there, there's a lot of after, even though France have won, there's still a high presence of Africa in there. So well, I feel Fra- like France did spend like the la- like <clears throat> the last uh, century colonizing Africa. There was mm. funny funny uh, joke on Twitter that mm. said, uh, "Fair play to France. Mm. Their squad preparation was crazy. They spent yeah. the entire of last century colonizing <laughs> Africa for this. They were preparing, preparing leading up very to this well. moment, and um, then now they finally did it." But then even that, it kind of mm. links into, you know, Ozil, mm. if you look at his statement that he put out, how mm. he felt kind of betrayed and abandoned by his German colleagues, German media and German fans, mm-hmm. that because he's proud of his dual heritage, um, like being born like Turkish mm. and living in Germany, um, There's like a- they, they kind of like stigmatized him that he couldn't mm. be proud of his Turkish side. Mm. Um, and they were kind of using that as a reason for why he they played so poorly. So mm. then he ended up retiring, and that's quite a common thing amongst the athletes, mm. you know. So when they win, they're the the nation loves them. 
But when the they lose, when they win, the Western people, country loves them. But mm, when they lose, they end they're up, part of their Eastern culture. Yeah, which is quite that's quite uh, alarming. I'd say it is quite alarming. It's quite alarming. It's quite it's, it's prominent, man. Like mm, it's quite it's quite saddening. I'd say quite saddening. Mm. Yeah, even even Lukaku, he was saying mm. as well that when he plays well, mm. he's Belgian. But when he plays poorly, he's a Belgian striker of Congolese descent. And there you go. There's, there's even like looking away from football. Mm. Do you know that dual identity thing mm. that only becomes into light when you're doing well? Mm. Another example from Britain, Mo Farah. Mm. When he when he won all the medals, mm. he was Mo Farah, British, mm. British runner. But when he is when, when he's he I think his trainer, not mm. when he lost, but when his trainer mm. was in the news for like kind of like his training regiments mm. were kind of a bit like iffy, like something to do with doping. Mm. He suddenly became Somali-born Mo Farah. Mm. You know. That's that's that, that that's proof in itself. Proof in itself. It's just a bit crazy, really. Um, especially as well, also when you mm. think about it, when people are from this country mm. and they travel to a different country and live there, mm. like in Spain, if they if they're white, mm. they're expats. But us, we're immigrants mm. or second generation immigrants. Where even the word in itself is kind of a negative word. Mm. So there's there's already a contrast and we, there's already like a misrepresentation there mm. and a, like a negative like is this negativity already put onto it you know yeah no that's true i feel like when you live i feel like when we live here people are quick to say we're immigrants when the fact that we're immigrants the very the very fact that we're immigrants means that we've we work those kind of jobs that not mm. a lot of people did want to do because we struggled so our, our fathers and our forefathers yeah, they came here and yeah. they had to literally they were building. This, they were building this but, country on yeah, low wages and fully like they had to struggle for labor. It. Yeah, so it's like the fact that we've we've come here and you know we're still called immigrants, but I feel like now it's sort of being in Britain is is very multicultural and it's mm. it's improving day by day. I feel like it's but gradually like I feel like it's becoming less of an issue. But back then it was very hard for like our parents because when I listen to stories from like my granddad and and even my parents as well. It was difficult dealing with racism, um, working low-paid mm-hmm. jobs, um, and and my family, like my grand, my grandma, she it lived was. with her sisters and brothers, all in one house, like literally crammed in a room with like I'm talking four or five beds, and probably like fifteen of them in like a one or two bedroom house, just like because that was like the first generation to come here, so yeah. they got no house. Like now, everyone, every single family or every single sector of your family has probably got a house for the, for um, each other. I but think back then, a lot of us have just done, one house. A lot of us have done well, mm. uh, like coming here, and they've made a difference. Mm. But I, I, I wouldn't agree with you in what you said. Mm. In that, um, it's it's uh, it's, it's kind of all right now. All right in the in the sense of like we've managed to filter through into. I think it's just the better, the, the, the better, less obvious. Yeah, like we've we've managed to get better, grow jobs. into better situations. Yeah, so back then. We had no option but to do mm. the low-paid jobs, the factory even, jobs. But now, like, you know, in a like that's apparently this mm. what this what I heard that that's why there's a lot of uh, like British mm. Asians up in Bradford mm. because that's where a lot of the mills and the factories were. So when everyone came mm. over, they sent them up north mm. because that was the manual labor jobs that the people here didn't want to do. So that's why there's such a like a high. So that's why they're, of, still, uh, they're still there. They're basically. still there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. No. That's true. That's true. Oh, yeah, we, even like you like just like let us know what you mm. like think about it all, especially with the whole Ozil thing, because you know everyone does football, so we love to hear what people gotta say about it. Yeah, man, um, for sure. But uh, you hear about what's happening today? There's a 
There's a there's an election going on. Oh, the, so pa- oh, the, pa- big, the uh, Pakistan election. Mm, I was just reading like an article today. So there's like a big le- election going on in Pakistan where you got two leaders. you got one of them who's a, like a, a famous cricketer. He's supposed to be like a legend in the city, in the country. And he's going up against some the brother of a dis- the disgraced prime minister previously. So, And I just read recently mm-hmm. that... What are the names? The, the Imran Khan's the cricketer. Okay. And then the brother of... Wasn't that the... the brother uh, of Mashri is the, the guy the he's going up against. Oh, that's the other one. That's the other one. That's the other one. Yeah. Yeah, I hear. I get sick and tired of hearing about him. Uh, I wonder what he's doing right now. I wonder what he's doing. But yeah, but yeah, man. So uh, there's been a lot of violence as well that I read today um, on the back of the elections. And as we're speaking, I think they're counting up the votes. So by the time this episode comes out, we probably should have a bit more of an idea who's. The next prime minister. A lot of people are backing Imran Khan as well, and it's, it it just really sparked my, my sparked my brain when um, I was reading that because I thought, look how far you know countries have come. A few years ago, you know, there was no such thing as like Pakistan. It was all India at the end. It was just like one single place. It was all India, and then we had the partition take partition, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and from that now, you know, we've got like different different sort of countries that have uh, Bangladesh, and then. Pakistan, it's interesting because yeah, yeah, some yeah. people say like I'm I'm Kashmiri I'm not Pakistani like even though you know it's one Pakistan is one if place you, pe- if you go back yeah. 70 years you're all Indian you're all Indian yeah, yeah. but then um, but I think uh, from that region from that, from that region. region but then uh, we, we even did like a little piece on you know uh, Muhammad Ali Jinnah yeah yeah um, on, the, on, our, on the page on our page yeah just talking about his significance mm. and how he was so instrumental in literally creating a new country like he mm. is the founder of a country yeah and the stuff that he did as well mm. was like commendable amazing um, that, that 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 reminds us like with this podcast mm. as well we're hoping to do kind of like every week we're going to release the episode so every week we'll have like a piece of history that we're going to talk about like something that's happened in this week mm. i think like i think, we I think make that'd that be into nice like a to do. like a weekly segment yeah because like, today in history yeah like know. i was looking at it today i just typed in in google earlier on and there's a whole range of stuff that came up about okay. what happened yeah. this week, what happened in the last few days. And yeah, we'll look. It's we can get that information that. and not literally copy it word for word. We'll like we'll get our own research and mm. we'll, we'll, we'll make the information that we give to you a lot more detailed and a mm. lot more, a lot more um, you know, easier to take in as well because a lot of people don't want to read. So when you're listening, yeah, yeah. it's kind of easier. Yeah, no, it's interesting to bring to light, really. Yeah. For real. Um, another thing I was thinking was you know um, how like in film, mm. how like there's a bigger prominent like there's Ryan Coogler. You know the Ryan Coogler, like he's uh-huh. directed Black Panther. He directed Oh okay okay okay. Fruitvale okay, okay, Station, okay. Creed. Well, I need to watch that movie Fruitvale Station. Yeah, I'm watching. Oh, oh man. you know what? Like, make sure it. you make sure you watch Fruitvale Station because it's. I heard it makes you cry the, though, man. I ain't yeah, to I cry. did cry to be fair. So I, I ain't trying to cry. I look at. Uh, <laughs> Oh, so I was struggling like that. Man. Nah, it was a, it's a great story though. Like the way, like the way he told Oscar Grant's story mm. and how, like, the way he, the way he told it was was amazing. Like how he, worked, he Michael B. Jordan played played Oscar Grant, and it's just it's amazing because you got here, you got like a black director who's such a big influence now, and he's making he's getting all these opportunities, but he's really sticking to his roots. It's really interesting to me to to look at because he's really sticking to his roots and he's not really folding mm. under the big Hollywood banner. He's, he's literally like with Black Panther. He told that story, even though he had the pressure of Marvel, he had the, he had the pressure of 
the comic book story, the right story to tell. He still kept it. He kept it real. Like he kept it. He put that es- the true essence in it in the in the character Kiyomanga. Mm-hmm. Like he, the true essence of how it is to grow up in America. Oh, yeah. How it is to grow up. You know, being he's, of African descent in America. He said that the, mad the line at the end as well. Mm. You know about how uh, someone. I yeah. think he said to him like, oh, it was would a, you yeah. die?" And he goes. I'd rather die with my like. I'd rather die no like in the, with my brothers or something. Yeah, the cr- yeah something crazy, man. Like we need to find a quote for that. But perfect way to finish the film. Great way to like end his character. Mm. Oh, that's a spoiler as well if you ain't watched it. Yeah, man. Because it, ruin that for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have watched it by now. Hopefully. If you haven't watched it, I don't know what you. Watch it. Watch that. Then watch, watch the Fruitvale Station. I was gonna say Avengers, but oh Avengers! I, I ain't yeah, watched Avengers. The you know? the I ain't watched Avengers. The new one. I ain't watched Avengers. The new one. I don't know why, but I'm gonna have to. Do you know what it is? You watched ha- it for real? Nah, I haven't watched it for real. Yeah. Nah, I have to go back and watch it. It's, <laughs> I need to watch that. I need to. I need to go back and I want to actually sit down and watch all of them. Nah, I can do that. But um, yeah, like I was saying with Ryan Coogler, it's it's, it's just really it's good that he's he's been given this opportunity and he's doing so well. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the youth today should take inspiration from that as well. Like, especially being from cultural backgrounds, I feel like we can't. There's a negative stigma, and you feel like you already dealt a bad hand. Mm. by by default but i feel like he the way he, just looking at his story it's easy to it's not easy but it's 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 easy to to step back and it's hard to put yourself forward and and i really want to like urge people just to go for it like, go for it whatever just you got do to do if you're a you painter do, just yeah. just do it it doesn't matter what your color is your ethnic background bring like don't be afraid to show, to show who that, you yeah. are and where you're from because put, people appreciate put that into your art exactly you get what i mean put, put, put that it, put, show show yeah. people where you're from show yeah. people that you know people are mm. people are going to enjoy that people want to know about you your people personal background, yeah. your personal struggles, mm. put that in there, man. And that's, that's what music doing. as well. Yeah, you music. listen to musicians that put their life on the line. That's mm. why everyone loves Drake because he's so, he's giving everything out. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's saying what a lot very, of people are yeah. thinking, but they're not saying it. So he's putting it into words, which is, mm. which is something that, you know, a lot Especially of people Especially that, think. you know, that JD tune. Yeah. Oh, JD. But we ain't going to go too deep into that. Yeah, I don't know if, I want to figure out what kind of people are listening here because if you've got like a lot of, fans if you've got like fans of music uh, and, mm. and the people who are into music then it's then i really then we can go into that because we, we did yeah, yeah we do i mean i'm hoping to, a few of our guests as well mm. we're gonna bring on some people that we know that kind of yeah that make music yeah and we're gonna talk like talk about their personal life mm. and where they come from and their struggles and how, how they incorporated up, yeah. their life into their music so mm. you know good things yeah, good things pending man good, good things, things pending man good well, yeah man yeah, so you reckon uh, these podcasts are too short? Or do you know what? I, f- I feel like we've got it bang on. Like I read, I feel like seventeen to twenty. The reason being because it's only us two right now. We're like we talk, we're talking on the podcast like we would talk in person, like just like a conversation, mm. conversational basis. So there's only so much we can talk about without sort of dragging it on. So the, the, yeah, the when we me. when we do have that guest on, it will be an opportunity yeah. to f- like further. Um, expand on what the guest yeah, brings therefore. to the table and and just like go back and forth really because like nah, like we we'll said de- we'll definitely bring the guest on then we're gonna get a wide we, range we of guests on yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah good. and and and, af- and next week um the, the podcast uh we do want to go into a bit more about like like we mentioned about a bit more like we mentioned about uh the footballer france and colonialism yeah so we want to go into uh colonization so yeah more into the, like, the history side it's more specifically yeah. the colonization of africa and not only africa but the whole of the eastern uh yeah literally the, we, the whole, week by the week we can kind of look into something like that yeah I could, yeah we'll delve into it because it's very very interesting for me uh to read to, to hear about you know how how the borders were defined and what it would have been like 
if Africa wasn't colonized, which is a good video, but we'll talk about that soon. Mm. I feel like it's a good opportunity the to ravage, yeah, ravage of Africa. The ravage. The well, they... Is that the is that the name of the podcast that we're going to call it next? Do you reckon we should name these podcasts or, or, like in terms of like? There's no specific theme, is there? We just we have a couple of topics and we just bounce off it. Really, do you reckon? Like the Joe Budden podcast, he has like a like he has like a word. Yeah, you know, I don't like that. I don't like how Joe Budden does that because you don't know do what know the what topics. Are, yeah, man, like he'll have about. a two-hour podcast and then I'm thinking, shall I watch that? And it's like a a word like symbolism on there. I'm like, yeah, do I really want to sit there to two hours when I'm really just gonna take away like I'm really just gonna enjoy like thirty minutes of it when he talks about. Um, something that you like Drake like when he yeah. breaks down Scorpion album or something and that, like that's the only bit I'm going to pick up on uh, that, that I enjoy I feel so. like we're talking about Drake a bit too much you know yeah. last, last two episodes I think we mentioned do you want to cut out do you want to cut out Drake from the podcast no more mention of Drake what was that man no more mention of Drake I don't know oh. Oh, I think you made a thing yeah. Um, yeah no more Drake no man. more someone else I don't know put a paper push it I'm tea. joking push, push it to you <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah man Wrap it up then. Let's wrap it up, man. Do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, man. Everyone, uh, that's it. make sure you uh, head over to akiracl.com. Yeah, man. Check the links in the description. Uh, we got a new um, new item coming mm. soon on sale. Windbreaker. Look out for the... Uh, oh, man, I wasn't going to say that. Oh, you that's why I didn't say it. What are you going to say? I was just going to tease it, like let people know bit by bit. Might mute that word up. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes, man. We got it. But yeah, keep an eye out. Follow the Instagram. Got a lot of things coming. But yeah. Yeah. Peace out. Boom. You know you said boom in every single episode. I like boom.